the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Monday. Oh my. Yeah, oh my. Glad to be here with you guys tonight. So much to talk about tonight is our Freedom Fighter, Freedom Lover, Freedom Protector edition. We've got two Freedom Fighters going to be on the show tonight. We've got Dr. Cordy Williams, who was on the steps of San Diego this weekend, fighting for your freedom, San Diego, fighting for you to be able to be on the beaches in a chair, fighting for you to reopen your business, fighting for you to go get in somebody's happy hair for chair so you can go get your hair did. Okay, we, so we got Dr. Cordy Williams who's going to be here. We also have Sheriff Richard Mack, who actually was a uh, retired sheriff, who is such a freedom fighter, he actually took on the U.S. government and filed a lawsuit against them and won. And he is going to be here to weigh in on law enforcement's role and what's going on with these shutdowns and lockdowns. And we actually have some good news there in terms of what's happening around the country. Glad to have you guys here with me on this Monday. Speaking of not getting your hair did, I'm going to cap. If you are watching on Facebook Live, which is streaming on The Answer San Diego, also at Arcaniacs page, K-A-Y-E-N-I-A-C-S, as well as on The Answer San Diego and FM 96.1, I didn't have an opportunity to to get my hair did today to do anything with my hair. So I had to put on my USA hat to go with my Kaniacs t-shirt. But it's all good, right? 888-344-1170. So many questions for you guys today. Have you been assaulted verbally by somebody for not wearing a mask, even when you're following guidelines? Because we're not required to wear a mask every second of our lives. Because I had an incident happen to me today. What are your thoughts on AG Barr? And his announcement today, not involving, not the announcement involving the shooter in Pensacola, which is just an absolutely horrendous, disgusting story for the U.S. government. But uh, his announcement that letting everybody know you've been holding out hopes that you were going to see Obama and Joe Biden do a perp walk over this uh, over Obamagate. You're going to be you're he's letting you know it ain't going to happen. You might as well sit down with your tub of Rocky Road and, and cry it on out. Because we're not going to see Obama and Biden do a perp walk. And how do you feel about that? 888-344-1170. It's Monday. We've got one week. We have the end of an era is beginning tonight and ending on Friday. Let me introduce my man, the orange-fingered legend. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. DJ Carrot Sticks. I like that you got your hat, you know, PB style, flat brim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah. we wear them, flat brim. Yeah. Stop it's trying to bend it. You're bending I, it. Keep it flat. Flip it up. Because yeah, I look like Donald Duck with the flat rimmed hat. Okay, so um, where do I begin? I got to begin with the AG Bars announcement today. I have to begin with this because for three years, three years, 
actually, oh, I actually was complaining about this, I believe, actually even going into the election because we were starting to hear some rumblings as to what was going on with Russia at that point with with the FBI. Well, and, and well, rumblings, not about necessarily about the investigation of Trump, but how the FBI covered up the crimes of Hillary Clinton for, of Hillary Clinton in order to set the stage for her to be the chosen U.S. government, deep state chosen president of the United States. We saw that happening when Jim Comey came out on the July 4th weekend and gave a pass to Hillary Clinton. Right. We knew then that stuff was going on in shenanigans with the FBI and the DOJ. So it's been four years of watching this deep state cover up their crimes. Launch illegal investigations against a now sitting president of the United States. In an attempt to destroy him criminally, financially, professionally, remove him from office, they are still trying to destroy him and his kids financially. What do you think that case was at the Supreme Court, where the Supreme Court is is hearing arguments or heard arguments last week about Trump's taxes? I think it was Gorsuch who said, you know, this is looking a lot like uh, it's search of a crime here versus probable cause to investigate somebody probable cause that a crime was committed and therefore seeking to get documents of a sitting president. But yeah, we got A.G. Barr coming out today and saying, hey, don't be looking for any charges coming about no matter. And the the choice of words was really interesting. He, He said that, no, whatever their level of involvement, based on what I know, I don't expect Durham's work will lead to a criminal investigation of either man. Our concern of potential criminality is focused on others. Interesting choice of words, because he's not saying that they didn't commit crimes. What he's saying is their focus is elsewhere. He goes on to say that uh, this is a politically, uh, you know, uh, how did um, this will uh, not be and cannot be a tit for tat, tit for tat exercise. The only way to break away from a dual system of justice is to ensure we scrupulously apply the same system to both sides of the aisle. Um, Not if you're giving people a pass. When we have one sitting president of the United States who at the time when he was a candidate was being illegally spied on by a sitting president of the United States, how is it that for four years now we've had a candidate, the Republican candidate, and then for three years the sitting Republican president of the United States be a subject of one after the other after the other after the other of criminal investigations, but yet we can't have it of Obama? Particularly since what has gone on here from Papadopoulos to to Carter Page to Flynn, Manafort, President Trump, every bit of it, the FISA uh, FISA court's applications and every bit of that was treason, sedition. We're talking about a coup attempt. If we cannot hold a president of the United States accountable for sedition, we're done. We're done. Then we, then you know what, A.G. Barr, we don't have any system of justice in this country. Don't talk about how you don't want to have tit for tat. Isn't that, isn't that what the Republicans always do? We give the, we let the left does whatever they want to do with complete impunity and gets away with it. And the Republicans always pull out the white gloves and fall on their integrity sword. Oh, well, we're not going to go tit for tat. I'm just asking you to apply the law. No one's supposed to be above the law. No one's supposed to be too big to jail. Nixon resigned because about what was going to happen to him. I guarantee you, if he hadn't resigned, he ended up being pardoned. 
Look at what they put Nixon through. And Republicans joined in on that. This is an outrage, A.G. Barr. But I suspected it from the beginning, didn't I, DJ Carrot Sticks? And it was confirmed when charges were recommended, when Jim Comey was busted for illegally leaking and the FBI sent to his home to get notes. Who did they send? Peter Strzok and Lisa Page, who still had security clearances long after after what everybody knew that they did. The two lovers in terms of covering up the crimes of Hillary Clinton, being uh, uh, participating in launching a criminal illegal investigation of a sitting president of the United States and then setting up an insurance policy for it. They still had their clearances and they were the ones that went to Comey's house and got his notes that had been illegally leaked. They were still working with the FBI. We don't have a dual system of justice, A.G. Barr. Andrew McCabe, he's still on the talk show circuit. You look at, and no statement today about what Sullivan is doing to Flynn. Don't you dare tell me that you're trying to scrupulously apply the law to both sides when General Flynn is still fighting for his life after the Department of Justice has recommended dropping the charges because of everything that's been revealed already by your Department of Justice. What's been going on in your Department of Justice, A.G. Barr. And Christopher Ray's FBI. He goes on to say, you know, we cannot allow this process to be hijacked by efforts to drum up criminal investigations on either candidate. This isn't about drumming up an investigation. There's more evidence here. I mean, you know, a first year law student could probably cobble together a good prosecution here. This isn't... We do not have, um, there is no moral equivalency here. There's evidence of crimes that were committed by Obama himself who was included in it. And not just with Obamagate, by the way. Let's talk about the crimes committed by the Obama administration in Fast and Furious and the IRS scandal in which they illegally targeted people for their political opposition. Uh, This tactic of weaponizing the government to go against conservatives and go against Tea Party people and Republicans was what eight years of Obama was all about. This isn't about drumming up. Hmm, how can we manufacture something to go after Obama about? The other announcement they made today with him and, and Christopher Ray was that, oh, Kel Surprise, or as the French would say, what a shock, the shooter at NAS Pensacola had been communicating with Al-Qaeda before he went on NAS Pensacola and started shooting up and murdering people with a weapon, started shooting up and murdering U.S. military that were unarmed. What in the world? This is why I say every year on September 11th, don't be hashtag and never forget. When we've got Al-Qaeda representatives taking flight training classes at a U.S. military naval base? Crazy. We're just giving our freedoms away right and left. But you know, we have some patriots that are out there actually fighting for them. And you're going to meet one next. His name is Dr. Cordy Williams. And he stood on the streets, uh, the steps in San Diego on Saturday. And he got people fired up. And no, he wasn't arrested. I don't think he's calling from the pokey. Stay tuned. Dr. Cordy Williams is next. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. 
AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Before the break, we were talking about Attorney General Barr, who said that the deep state abuse was just the worst in American history, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, abuse isn't necessarily criminal. Setting the stage to excuse what it was likely to be disappointing accountability. I don't care what he yammered on about today. There cannot be equal justice under the law when there is a lack of accountability for Democrats, when Republicans are, are dragged up and down every court. You look at what's going on with Flynn. We do not have a... Uh, equal justice under the law with in D.C. with Republican versus Democrat and certainly not with the elites versus the peasants out there. And then right now you look at what's happening right now where you've got Democrats all over with these lockdowns, letting every every Tom, Dick and Harry rapist murder or whatever out on the street so they don't get the coronavirus. But yet they're parading up and down the beaches, giving citations and locking up people who dare to sit their heinies down on a beach. Uh, it's crazy out there. But you know what? It's almost Memorial Day weekend and Americans have had it. They've had it up to here, particularly here in California. I, I Somebody said to me on Facebook the other day, I just don't understand why conservatives in California aren't doing anything to take their rights back. I'm not doing anything. Maybe you didn't see a little rally that happened on the steps of the county building in San Diego, led by this man who joins me now, the megaphone Marine. It's none other than Dr. Cordy Williams. He's also partner at Health From Within Family Wellness Center. So he's he's not just a freedom fighter. He's not just a hero who's fought for this country, but he's also somebody who understands the the toll that this is taking on people's entire lives. And he joins me now. Hi, Dr. Cordy Williams. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Thanks for having me, Andrea. Really appreciate it. It's an honor. Okay, it's an absolute honor. Oh, thanks. So. Um, I want you to tell everybody about the rally. Describe what it was like, because I po- I posted the stream, but I don't know if if, if uh, I've got listeners all over everywhere. I thought it was absolutely pivotal because I think the police backed down. Uh, I thought it was a big. I, I think it was instrumental in some ways for Gavin Newsom and, and uh, Nathan Fletcher today backing off. Tell everybody about the rally. Well, and and I've been a part of probably. Um seven rallies but but the the video that went viral was was up in sacramento um and i did one this past weekend in in uh, san diego right on the doorsteps or basically the doorsteps of the um uh, administration building but the video that probably has had about 7.3 million hits so far uh was in sacramento probably like two weeks ago and i guess two three weeks ago now and basically we were going out there and uh it was probably five different organizations my organization and and, and several others and you know we went out there about 8:30 in the morning and you know the the chp of the capital they're interacting with us and they're you know in these light real loose kind of like military fatigues nobody's got masks on you know it didn't feel like you, you were going into to heart surgery like it like it does at the grocery store now right <laughs> and um <laughs> right it's like it's are we buying groceries or are we doing surgery here right. and so uh basically we you know just hanging out at the capitol cops are being nice everything's great and then somewhere there were probably maybe a police presence of maybe 50 at that point um thereabouts around like 11:30 i guess um, the officer that we had contact with came over and he basically said, yeah, we're going to have like 200 of us lined up in front of the Capitol in about 15 minutes. 
And that's when all of us went towards the, the, the Capitol doorsteps and they literally had like a baton picket line that they formed wow. of like 200 CHPs. Wow. And then it kind of, you know, as I've said to, to probably several other people, you know, through, through interviews and, and things of that nature, it literally went from DEFCON 1 to DEFCON 4 in a matter of like, I don't know, three or four hours. We are clearly in a police state from a variety of different standpoints, and that is my understanding of a police state and how I use it, is when you have police not operating under the capacity for which they are supposed to be, which is upholding the Constitution and protecting people's rights, uh, they're actually out enforcing political agendas, and that's what's going on now, and it's incredibly frightening. What was that like when you see in the United States of America the kind of crap that you see down in like Venezuela? Yeah, well, uh, first of all, I'm 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 so glad that that there's Americans like you out there covering this and and talking about real news because I agreed with everything you you said before I came on. You know, it, it's fascinating to me. I said in the middle of this rally, like there's women and babies and children out there and and pastors and things of that nature. I mean, it literally felt like communist China because we went from batons and people getting thrown to the ground and contusions on their body with batons to then full riot gear, 700 guys. And I can remember saying, wow, like I'm ashamed to be an American right now. Yeah. And, and I got really emotional and, and that's what everybody heard on the megaphone. Cause it's like, I never would have thought that, that this could happen, you know? And you know what, Dr. Cordy Williams, I would have never thought that I would see so many Americans, actually Americans that 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 identify themselves as conservatives, happily give up the freedoms to just hand it over. Where it's shocking to me because we didn't just get here with the Democrats like Newsom seizing power. Too many conservatives went along with it, and I think a lot of it has to do with panic. You're an expert in holistic wealth. I feel as though the the 24 hours a day of panic-inducing reports and videos coming out of China making it seem like people were just catching it and dying automatically on the spot with a faceplant on the concrete. I mean, it just, no matter what the news comes out, there are still some people, no matter what stories about hydroxychloroquine, of which Trump announced today he's taking, no matter the reality of the mortality rate, no matter the truth about the fact that almost half the people in this country are dying from it or are in nursing homes, it doesn't matter because once people got to a place of complete, utter, irrational panic, it went from panic to phobia to mental disorder. And I'm not sure now whether or not the Democrats aren't going to want to give up the grip on power. Dr. Cordy Williams, we've got a lot of Americans that are on board with it. Do you think after having gone to all these rallies and seeing what you saw in Sacramento, what happened in San Diego, do you think we've got enough freedom fighting Americans like yourself that we can take our state back? I I 100% do. And what I can tell you is, you know, there's a palpable feeling of, I mean, it feels like the 4th of July. I mean, I was honored a a gentleman um, named uh, Dan Summers, um, who's connected to some of the parties in the area. Uh, He invited me to speak. Um, I I spoke right after the the former mayor of San Diego and and right before Graham Ledger at, at a rally we did on Saturday in front of the administration building in San Diego. And, you know, it was such an honor because we're staring at it. I mean, I thought it was 600 people, and now people are estimating that this one was 1,000, 2,000 people. Um, awesome. It was amazing because you can feel the pulse of the people there. 
and people want freedom and choice. And, you know, the narrative on the other side, and, and, you know, I'm all about freedom and choice. And that's why I founded an organization called 1776 Forever Free, um, because we want people to have freedom and choice. Because the other side, you know, they're making this about what color your skin is. They're making this about your political party affiliation. And they're making it whether you, you know, worship this God or that God or whatever. Or if you're gay or straight. Yeah. Red, white, blue. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Mm hmm. Yeah. And then also also it's you get beat up that, you know, if you if you don't want to continue to be locked down or if you're or if your heart is breaking for the 25 percent, I guess it is, or maybe even more of small businesses that will never reopen people losing their entire life savings, uh, their their dreams, the restaurants that have been in business, countless restaurants have been in business for 30 years, 55 years in some cases gone, never to reopen, that if you feel sad for that, that you that you don't care about sick people and all you care about is money. The 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 shaming that's going on. We're being made yeah. to feel to feel ashamed for wanting freedom, Doctor Cordy Williams. Yeah, I totally agree. It's uh, it, it's really sickening because it, it, it you know we're trading. It, it's like we're trading in this mass quarantine. Okay, this is the first time in history that I know of where you quarantine the entire population instead of the the most affected segment. And when I was on uh, Graham Ledger's show the other day, you know, he threw out this stat and I thought it was awesome that literally the mortality fatality rate is point zero and, and get ready for all the zeros point zero 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 five percent. And I, I think that was all of California, definitely San Diego County. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking around the other day right after the rally. And there's guys literally with bars and restaurants, to your point, they're loading up off their furniture. They're taking furniture out of the and, and you know, they're not taking furniture because they're, you know, doing some restoration. Right. Right. They're taking out furniture because the business is closing. Yeah. Or or if they're going to be allowed to reopen, there's all these onerous regulations, these mask requirements and six foot distancing. There's no restaurant that's going to be able to stay open if they're allowed. And I hate even using that word allowed. We've got governors telling, dictating to businesses what they are allowed to do. Hey, it wasn't Gavin Newsom that took out that loan or invested that money or took out the, the legal liability and everything that's involved in starting a business and growing it and reinvesting. No, but yet in one fell swoop, he gets to shut people down and then gets to decide, okay, if you reopen, you restaurants, I'm not going to allow you to do this. You're going to have to be at 25% capacity. You're going to make everybody's going to have to give their address and their email, all things that basically are making it impossible for a restaurant to stay open, or they're going to have to charge 200 $175 for a burger. It's, you know, we've got to get this state back reopened and reopened fully, Dr. Cordy Williams. And I mean, with no owner's regulations that have anything at all to do with anybody's health. Because if they cared about health, they wouldn't be, they'd be cleaning up the streets of uh, all across this state, which has people defecating and urinating and third world country diseases running rampant. And they don't care about that. Final thought, Dr. Cordy Williams. Well, first of all, we are kindred spirits. Um, I, I, I agree with everything that you said. What I would say is the needle's starting to move. The fight's not over. And if you want to do something, okay, mm-hmm. it's, it's what I've been saying the whole time is there's a bus going by. And that bus, it's got, it's got tickets on it. But you got to buy a ticket and you got to get on because it's, it's headed towards socialism. Mm-hmm. And the question is, do you want to be one of the people that you tell your kids, two years from now, five years from now, 15 years from now, that you watched it drive by or that you bought a ticket, you got on, and you turned the son of a gun around to head back to freedom. And that's really what we're talking about right now. 
Um, that's what's at stake. What so t- what I'm asking everybody to do is mm-hmm. is 1776 forever free. If you can't support our movement with your time, support it and buy a $29 t-shirt, 1776foreverfree.com, or come up to Sacramento this Saturday at 12 o'clock. It's going to be right in front of, right across the street from Tat. We've got Kofi Anderson. We've got Buzz Patterson, tons of people speaking. It's going to be awesome. And, uh, Thank you so much for having me on today. Oh, thank you for being here. And th- God bless you, man, for everything that you're doing for freedom. And thank you for your service. I'm the daughter of two Marines. Love that. Oh, God bless you. Semper Fi, Andrew. That's right. All right. Thank you so much. Now, y'all stay tuned because we got another freedom fighter who's going to be here. we got Sheriff Richard Mack who's going to be with us. He is the founder of the Constitutional Sheriff's and Peace Officers Association. And he says, open your stores and restaurants and let's put America back to work. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. The Answer San Diego. Streaming now on iHeart.com and Radio.com. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Tonight's all about freedom lovers and freedom protectors you guys think attorney general Barr is protecting our freedoms you think he's protecting our rights or do you think he's protecting some corrupt politicians it'll be interesting to see corrupt officials what what ends up happening with this durham report and investigation what ends up ends up happening a lot of people upset today that ag Barr has announced that he's not there will not be criminal charges for obama and biden other people are saying you know what you know it's really not in the best interest of the country to see a former president dragged through the mud and i'm having a feeling that dj carrot sticks agrees with that but i'd love to hear from you 888-344-1170 joining me now is a sheriff actually former sheriff and he's founder of the constitutional sheriffs and peace officers association and he says a few things one of which is lose your job destroy the economy and give up your freedom and you maybe still get the coronavirus A lot of people are questioning the actions of law enforcement and sheriffs around the country, saying that we are now a police state and that these sheriffs are acting on behalf of um, not just unconstitutionally, but in a way that's incredibly frightening, like Dr. Cordy Williams just described. So I'm excited to have former Sheriff Richard Mack with me. And uh, welcome to the show, Sheriff Mack. Well, thanks so much. It's great to be with you. Your, Your name sounds like a beautiful name of a boat. Oh, I love boats. I love that being out on the water. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. A- name it AK-47. Yeah. <laughs> when you do, Sheriff Mac. Um, one of my besties in, in media is Megan Barth. And one of the first things is these lockdowns happened and people started getting citations and the police started per- patrolling beaches. Is She was like, any sheriff that is participating in this, th- this police state, giving citations to people, doing uh, exercising their God-given rights to sit on a beach. Meanwhile, while we've got all these bad guys roaming the streets, any sheriff or law enforcement that's participating in that, she said needed to be recalled or lose their jobs. Uh, your thoughts? Yeah, I'm pretty close to that. Uh, The sheriffs have all sworn an oath in God's name that they would uphold and defend the United States Constitution. And actually, you have a pretty good Constitution in California. It's just that not very many people follow it, especially your governor. But uh, the thing of it is, there is no exception for liberty. There is no, oh, well, time out for the coronavirus. (laughs) And and I don't want to sound flippant towards the coronavirus. I think it's a very serious disease. 
But we've had lots of serious diseases before, and I'll give you another one. I'll, I'll give you a bigger uh, disease. How about heart disease? Mm. How, about, how about lung cancer? And yeah. we kill about a million people a year in the United States, every year, because they smoke cigarettes or they eat too much or they're obese or they have heart disease. Or they get behind the wheel of a car. You or know, that's 33000 right there. We never shut down the car industry until now. We never really shut down anything. We don't even make cigarettes right. against the law. We don't even shut down the border when we have a, an epidemic. I don't know how many people die every year from drug overdoses, from fentanyl and oxycodone. Oh, yeah. and yet, yet the left doesn't want to shut down the borders. They, and, they, and they praise China, which is where most of the fentanyl comes from. And, you know, so it's so this isn't about public health. This is about control. And they use the same PC stick, the bullying stick, the shame game that if you don't want to go along with it, you hate sick people or you want somebody's grandma to die. The we're all in this together. No, we're not all in this together. By all means, tell on your neighbor if they're not staying six feet away when they're walking their dog. Right. Uh, You know, this is so Hitleric and so uh, Gestapo-esque that it's very alarming. But it also tells you. Historically, how did Hitler get there to the top? The same way these governors are. They self-appoint them dictators, and they say it's for your own good. Exactly what Hitler did. And, and can you believe it? In the United States of America, where we became a country founded upon religious liberty, and that people came here for that very purpose, now we can't even agree on that. And we have peace officers, sheriffs, arresting ministers for having church and arresting and citing in parishioners for sitting out in their cars in the Mm -hmm. parking lot attending a service in their cars. Good God Almighty, yeah. are we kidding? And look where we're also going next is, if you want to go to a restaurant, you're supposed to give up your identity, name, address, you know, email address. I mean, well, and, and all your information that. that could be used for identity theft. And now we're also going to have this contact tracing. I, You know, you got to be tested oh, and traced. Yeah. There's a good one for you. Well, guess what? I have a flip phone. Are they going to order me and make it a law that I go get a iPhone or some other apparatus that I can, so they can watch over me and, and keep track. I'll throw I'll throw all my phones away before I do that. Well, they've got all these brown shirts that they're hiring, these contact tracers. See, they put sure. millions and millions of Americans out of, out of work now. So they're like, hey, you out of work? How about you come work for us? Just bring your steel-toe boots and your brown shirts, and we're going we're gonna to send you door-to-door, and you're going to be taking people's temperatures and right. giving them on-the-spot tests and finding and demanding to know everybody they've been in contact with for the last 15 years, and then any of those people are going to be forced into isolation and quarantine. And then we've got governors around the country saying, we're going to you're going to have to, in order to grocery shop, in order to go outside of your home, you're going to have to prove that you were tested and that you're immune or well, or yeah, that you've I been traced. See how they're going to uh, force uh, you proven that you're vaccinated or that you're clean. And oh, my, this is really getting worse. And, and boy, uh, George Orwell's got to be turning over in his grave saying, I told you, mm-hmm. I told you. But, you know, this is the thing. I sued the federal government over the Clinton overreach back in 1997. And in the decision, Justice Scalia sounded like he was talking to us today as if he knew this was coming, because he said this, quote, the Constitution protects us from our own best intentions. And then he went on and said, it protects us from, quote, the crisis of the day. 
Mm-hmm. This was the only time in history when sheriffs sued the federal government and won a landmark case at the U.S. Supreme Court. And by the way, I have a review of that case in a little pocket-sized thing called The Victory for State Sovereignty on my website, CSPOA.org. And, but this is the key issue here. Will the sheriffs of this country, and we're seeing many sheriffs, and we've seen several in California, stand up, stand up against the governor's dictatorial orders and say, you know what, freedom might be messy, and, it, and people might get sick, but we cannot violate our oaths, we cannot violate the Constitution. No one in this country, governor, has the authority, by the people who give all authority, no one has the authority to suspend individual liberty or civil rights just because of a disease. Right. No matter how bad it is. Well, we've we our freedoms have been taken from us. Now the question is, we've just had Dr. Cordy Williams on, who's a freedom fighter, has been do, uh, going in, in to all these rallies and getting people to go on the steps of the Capitol and county government here. And but you know, I I think that the rallies and people standing up is having a little bit of effect because you know yeah, today Gavin Newsom and Nathan Fletcher announced that uh, here locally they're going to go into phase two immediately. But it, it's still when they can control the businesses through reg- regulations. Well, you know, they need to stop the rallies and the protests. Tell everybody on this date, go open your business. There's not enough law enforcement to shut everybody down or to take everybody to jail. I don't care how many uh, prisons Newsom empties. And police are busy uh, rearresting all those people mm-hmm. that he released. But he's going to put people in who now don't do social distancing or wear a mask. Yeah. This is total insanity. Mm-hmm. And we've got to get back. And every bar owner and, and business owner, go open your businesses, get back to work, and take your lives back, for God's sake. Yeah. There, did you hear about the town Atwater in California that declared itself a sanctuary city for businesses? Yes, I did. Boy, <laughs> oh, yeah, you got to love that stuff. And and the modern day Rosa Parks, Shelley Luther. Yes. opening up her business and, yeah. and even willing to go to jail, just as Rosa Parks did. Yeah, there's restaurants and, and other businesses in uh, Riverside County, I believe, that are But you're right. That's what we need to do. Let's go uh, back to work. Yeah. And tell the governor to shove it. Yeah. And, and go back to work. And these police officers who don't keep their oath of office, oh, my gosh, how dare you? It shame on you. Yeah. Stand for liberty and protect people's rights, for God's sake. And the thing about the rallies is, Sheriff Mack, and then I'll let you go, is and somebody was posting this. We've, those rallies started, like you think about the Michigan rally where those guys, I didn't like that many of them showed up armed, but they were on those steps en masse, shoulder to shoulder with no masks. Right. You think of all these rallies we've had going on now for the better part of a month, and you know what? We don't have the hospital emergencies rooms being overrun with people dropping dead from coronavirus. It's not yeah. happening, and that's one of the reasons why they're, they're, they're going, you know, fighting harder and harder to try to keep at least the regulations on us because you know the numbers aren't bearing out so now they've got to now now they've got to continue to stoke panic with like we got a second wave coming and you know wear your mask out of courtesy that's the latest narrative change now that now that they're realizing that you know it's it's a bunch of hooey uh now the latest narrative is well it's out of courtesy and respect for other people you know no i that's that's like taliban kind of stuff that that i gotta wear a face covering to, to make somebody else feel comfortable no no. Final no. thoughts, Sheriff Mack. Well, that's not America, and we need to get America back. And we'll, we'll continue to fight as neighbors and friends against this disease, but not when we're 
bankrupt and poverty stricken. Right. No way. And we need the police to start enforcing the Constitution. I, there, Amen. Uh, there was a great story out of uh, New Jersey, a gym that opened in defiance of the order, and the police showed up because they got to respond to a call. And the police uh, said, okay, well, have a good day. <laughs> and they left. That's the way to do it. Absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's what we train parents yeah. and cops to do. All right. Thank you so much for being here, and God bless you. Thank you. You too. All right. Stay tuned. we got more Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. The Answer San Diego. Streaming now on TuneIn.com and Radio.com. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. So I don't know what channel I had on earlier today, but I hear somebody criticizing President Trump. He wasted such an opportunity today. Instead of talking about the positivity coming out of this potential vaccine, he went and told everybody he was taking hydroxychloroquine. And I thought, it's genius. Of course he did. Of course he did. What do you think? Why why wouldn't he? Do you not get why he did? Because he gets the game. He knows that hydroxychloroquine, how many, just like you guys all know, I mean, hundreds and hundreds and thousands and thousands of patients that got this, that were on death's door, then they got the hydroxychloroquine with Z-Pak, and maybe I think there's even a a zinc maybe or something they take with it, and they were cured overnight. There was the Democrat woman from Michigan who thanked President Trump. She got in trouble with the Democrats for saying it. He, he knows what's going on here. He knows that the Democrats want to hold on to power until they get a vaccine. So that's why they got to poo-poo hydroxychloroquine and hope more people die and the death counts will go up. So they got to inflate the death counts. That's why they're sending six seniors into nursing homes when people can't go visit their Aunt Rosie who's dying. He gets the game of what's going on here. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to take it prophylactically and I'm going to brag about it. Yeah. I love that. Americans aren't stupid. That's his way of saying, that's his way of giving a double finger salute to Fauci and Burks, by the way. Don't you think? Because they're all about the vaccine. They weren't supporting. No, there was this uh, there's doctor out of L.A. that tried some other. Oh, no, they're about the resdemivir or whatever it's called. They're about they're about any supporting anything that's anti-Trump is what it is. And they certainly don't want they don't get any benefit out of out of hydroxychloroquine working because they're about big pharma and that thing caught that costs about thirteen bucks. And Z packs are readily available. Chrysalis, I don't know if you guys remember who that is. He used to be many years ago he was on Fox, and then it was clear he was a libtard. That was back when Fox actually was conservative. Well he went over to CNN. He was trending today. Uh the left is hysterical because he wrote an article called How Donald Trump Wins Again in Three Sentences. Of course, Chris Saliza didn't write the three sentences. He got it from James Woods, who's also as brilliant as President Trump is. And here's what he said, DJ Carrot Sticks. Donald Trump is a rough individual. He is vain and sensitive and raw, but he loves America more than any president in my lifetime. And that sums it up. In fact, and then people were like, and Saliza's article goes on to say, that's not a, because Trump retweeted it and was like, hey, thank you. Thanks for the compliment. Saliza was like, hey, that's not a compliment, but to Trump it is. See, Trump, here's something else that Trump understands that he gets. He was elected because he's raw. He's a, he was elected because he's vain. Most importantly, 
Not not even in spite of the fact that he's vain and raw, but because of it. Because you know what? Particularly Republicans were sick and dang tired of all these slick talking politicians telling us one thing on the campaign trail and going right there to D.C. and delivering the opposite. And they were tired of it. So it was like, here's this dude who talks like us. And you know what? He's authentic. And oh, by the way, he absolutely loves this country more than anybody else. And he is a doer. And we are sick and tired of non-doers. We're sick and tired of the only thing they're willing to do is to create more government and squeeze our necks as we're seeing what's happening right now in the country. They're doing everything that they can to extend these lockdowns past November. They want to keep the economic destruction going. And we need to do our part. Sheriff is right. I love these rallies, and I think I think we need to do both. Not forget the rallies, everybody reopen. I think the rallies get people fired up and motivates people to go, you know what, I am may just be a small business owner, but I'm not alone. We're all in this together. It puts pressure on the government, and it also sends a sign to the business owners out there, reopen your business. Reopen your business. Look what happened to Shelly Luther. I think she ended up the salon owner out of Texas. I think she ended up with a GoFundMe of like 500000 I'm not saying that's going to happen for you. Um, but anyway, here's what happened to me today, carrot sticks. So I'm walking by myself on a sidewalk and this, uh, uh, and you know, everybody's out walking these days. And so I would say a mix of about 50% of people had masks on 50% didn't primarily families groups. I didn't see wearing masks. So this older couple, the, the man starts yelling at me, Hey, you're supposed to get off the sidewalk into the street. If you're not wearing a mask. And I'm like, I, I, first of all, show me in the Constitution, I said, where, it, where I'm required to wear a mask. Second of all, show me even in the dopey Democrat guidelines where it says that if you're not in a mask, you're supposed to step into oncoming traffic and get off the sidewalk for those in a mask. I mean, how stupid is that? No, there's nowhere in there. So he, he goes on and then he and, he and the little missus come back around. He's like, says something. Oh, did you look in the Constitution? I'm like, man, what what are you doing going around yelling at strangers and barking orders at them? This dude, you know, this dude, he's more in jeopardy of that kind of boorish behavior that could get him cold cocked on the street by somebody than catching the coronavirus. Or maybe he thought since I'm little and blonde that I was going to let him get away with it. Finally, his wife was like, dude, just give up. Because I was like, who do you think you are speaking to me? You have no right nor invitation to have to to come up to me and address me in any manner. Certainly not in the way in which you're doing so. Do not speak to me like this. You you should. And for your own sake, you shouldn't be going around barking orders at anybody. Old fool. I didn't call him that, but he is. His wife caught on real quick and she's like, yeah, you can't be doing that. It's happening everywhere. Have you had that happen or you wear your mask pretty much everywhere? So. But have you seen yeah, that I happen? I wear my mask, and some people. But some people will look at me and say, "Ooh, oh, uh, am I supposed to be wearing a mask?" And I, I just shrug my shoulders and go, "Whatever." I think if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't want to wear a mask, it's not required by the Constitution, and I think businesses shouldn't be requiring it. That's something else. Everybody, if, if I. Oh, shoot, I'm out of time. I did protest and didn't wear a mask at a jack-in-the-box drive-thru. And you know what? They gave me my food and took my money. (laughs) Be back tomorrow night. Love you all. Peace out.